0: This is the Yob ConvoCast, one-on-one conversations with your
1: other brother's authors, community members, supporters, and friends.
0: What's up friends and welcome back to the Yob ConvoCast, conversations with amazing people in the Yob community. You know, this this episode is so exciting because we're recording (laughs) a little behind the scenes knowledge. We're recording this in conjunction with his sexuality episode about demisexuality in the City of Oaks, not Ryan. You know, I need to stop saying not Ryan because we don't need to preface that you're not Ryan. You're Jesse. Yeah,
1: I'm you my own Jessie. person. You are
0: your own person. You're I not, am me. You're not a non-person. You I are fully Jesse. Jesse, <laughs> it's Jessie so good to is see you. Jesse me.
1: Yes, hello. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I haven't seen you in, well, it's been a continuous stream of seconds as we've been recording.
1: That's true, yes. And before that, it had only been in a matter of months.
0: Yeah, yeah. So a lot of Jesse lately. And we thought this was such a ripe opportunity to not just talk about your sexuality, but to talk about something in the zeitgeist at this moment in time mm-hmm. here in this late summer of 2023. There is a movie, a little film production that's been sweeping the box office. Yes, it's and just a it, small one. <laughs> small little Greta Gerwig film called yeah. Barbie. And it's swept the verse as well. That's the thing. I think it swept every verse, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think I saw a stat that it was like, I think this is true. Like fact check me, everyone out there, but it like has made the most money from whatever the company, whatever the production company. Like it surpassed The Dark yeah. Knight or something. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, it, it's I think it's like one WB. of the highest grossing films. Warner Vers- Brothers. Yeah. Warner Brothers, yeah. Like so. it's
0: like the highest grossing, which I don't I don't know how. I'm not a money person, so I can't account for inflation or whatever the heck That's All the stats are, but but like needless to say, Barbie a movie when i first heard about it i was like they're gonna make a movie about a doll like what what is mm-hmm. that gonna be and and it's been i mean it's been polarizing we'll talk about some of the it polarization been, yes. but by and large you know it's ranked pretty high on rotten tomatoes and mm-hmm. it's you know it's getting a lot of just uh feed there's a lot of feedback people have thoughts on this movie yes and so we had thoughts in the yob community as well and this is something i'm always looking to explore like taking advantage of when something's in, in when we're having a cultural moment and mm-hmm. to like not just breeze over it and like, well, no, let's, Absolutely, let's talk about Barbie for 30 minutes. Something I mm. never thought we would ever do. I know, honestly. <laughs> you were telling me at the start that when we started this podcast one day, you'll talk for 30 minutes about Barbie. Oh, Barbie <laughs> of all things. <laughs> but you know, now I look back and I'm like, of course. Of course we're talking about Barbie. Mm-hmm. for next month. Are you ready, Jesse? Are you ready to talk about Barbie? I am ready to talk about everything pink. Because <laughs> I, you know, I heard people talking about this movie on our Discord. I'm going to read some Discord thoughts here in yes. a second. And then I was like, oh, wow. Like, I had no intention of seeing this movie up until I started seeing the feedback on our community page coming oh, in. Oh, interesting. And I okay. was like, okay, now I almost feel like it's a duty. Like, to the point mm-hmm. that I'm going to write this off on my taxes this year. I'm going to see a, get a movie ticket for Barbie, write it off, and then <laughs> someone posted the Shits Creek GIF of, like, how, what do you, how do you write it off? And it's you like just nobody, write it off. nobody <laughs> pays for it. You just write it off. And so that was fun to have that reference too. I always love those moments though when I can when I can like write off something in the name mm-hmm. of content because it's true. Like we're now I'm investing in that movie ticket right yes. now with you. Can you, you write off my
1: movie ticket too? <laughs> I should have. Yeah, I, wish uh, I should have, I should
0: have like wired you some money to because you've seen it multiple times actually. Twice. Yes. So you have twice the Barbie mm-hmm. knowledge. I than do, I yes. do. So I'm excited to hear from you. Um, yeah, you know, this is really funny because I, I took a recent trip to Alaska. I was there for mm-hmm. two weeks and by and large was off the grid to the point that I wasn't checking our discord. I wasn't checking emails. I wasn't mm-hmm. checking the blog. Um, so there was kind of a two week period minus a day here or an hour there that I had no idea what was even going on, not only in Yab, but like in the world, like I had no idea if the world was still going. I mean, there's some debate about whether the world is What's still the cruise?
1: Still going. Like when Barbie got released? It wasn't a cruise. I wanted
0: to, to or, clarify, Sorry, just a trip. It wasn't I mean, a, yeah, it was a, tri- a cruise. I was on, a, I was on <laughs> land most of the time. Um, it was, I think so. I think it really, or maybe no, it was like on my way out there. I think I remember it came out maybe that weekend. So, okay. yeah, because I took a trip. So it was like right at
1: the beginning. Yeah, yeah I took a trip craze. to see the
0: SoCal Boys. And then we talked about how Keegan went and saw the movie um, and abandoned me and my fellow SoCal mm. Boys when we were painting together. He went to see Barbie. <laughs> Uh, Shout okay. out to Keegan, um, and yeah, so it was that weekend, and then I went to Alaska for two weeks. So I come back and I post on our Discord. So guys, what did I miss? Tell me, tell me what I missed in the world. And then one of our community members just posts a GIF of everyone saying "Hi Barbie, Hi Barbie, <laughs> Hi Barbie." Yes. <laughs> Which if you've seen the movie, all there's all these different Barbies in Barbie land and they all say hi Barbie to each other at the start of the movie mm-hmm. as the day is starting and unfolding and they're all meeting one another again. So it was just, uh, it was, uh, that was funny. So yeah, I wanted to read some Discord thoughts because then that, that brought about this Barbie discussion yes. and it went kind of deep at some points. It
1: did, yes. <laughs> I hope
0: everyone's okay. I hope everyone's not in a dark, injured place. I hope we all came out of this. Unified still as your <laughs> other brothers. Um, so, but I wanted to read some, some, some comments. One person said, I passed over Barbie to finally see Mission Impossible. Please don't kick me out. <laughs> so, <laughs> we'll let him stay. We'll, ha- we'll let him stay. Um, someone else said, I have a scathing review of Barbie. And then someone responded to that by saying, send me your review so I can create a point by point refutation. Mm -hmm. And that same person said, Barbie is a side B movie to those who can accept its message. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know how you phrase that. A side B movie to those who can accept its message, but it's also a Rorschach test. So to each their own. Many men found something compassionate and helpful in it. And even more women found a meaningful and helpful message to repair their relationship with their femininity and even with the men in their lives. As I mentioned, it's the movie works as a Rorschach test. There are probably three or four valid reasons, readings, which don't necessarily exclude the other readings. And so it was around that mm-hmm. juncture that I said, in all caps, who wants to be on a Barbie podcast? And one Jesse raised his hand yes. with an emoji <laughs> three times. And that is when I messaged you about, hey, mm-hmm. I'm going to take you up on that. You want to talk about Barbie? Yes. And so now here we are. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think about that phrase? Because I have other Discord thoughts. We, we're only just getting started mm-hmm. with the Discord. Oh, feedback. yeah. Um, but that concept of a side B movie to those who can accept its message. Mm-hmm. How does that
1: hit you? I I think the uh, that concept of it being like a, a side B movie. I, I don't know if I would necessarily go that far, but I think it was a really, really good picture of um, even, even just – Talking culturally, like, um, one aspect of the movie is this kind of almost, like, sometimes forceful nature of, like, Barbie has to be with Ken. Like, Barbie mm-hmm. has to fall in love. She has to be in a relationship with Ken. And vice versa, Ken I was going to say vice versa, especially yeah. at the beginning of the movie. Mm-hmm. Ken, Ken is, like, only, needs Barbie. Only has meaning and value and worth when mm-hmm. Barbie looks upon him as i I, that's not quite how it was phrased but that's essentially that was like the gist of what what they were saying the narrator was saying towards the beginning of the film um and there's there's this kind of uh, there's this piece at the end where barbie is basically like no i just like I, i see ken as a friend and i like him but i don't i don't see him as more than that and um she really just wants to be be independent. Be on her own. Like there's there's no true like romantic storyline where she she winds up with a, a partner at the end. It's just it's just, she ends up with just like this little family yeah I think at so the end true. of the movie was that sort of like ingrained though in the back of your mind like oh
0: like barbie and ken they're gonna fall like because i was watching it thinking like this whole movie's been about like independence and not having mm-hmm. romance define you from both sides from yes. barbie's side and ken's side and yet like in the back of my mind as storylines are getting resolved and conflicts are easing i'm like mm-hmm. oh wait they're barbie and ken are gonna fall in love or something's gonna mm-hmm. happen where they're like now an item and even the like the corporate person like Will Farrell's in this movie represents like the president of Mattel Mm -hmm. or something like he he even like suggests like verbalizes that like you guys are now an item now Mm -hmm. right but then no like no they're they're not and that's so unusual Mm -hmm. for a movie or for our culture in general for a story to end like
1: that yeah and I I think this is kind of again going back to um, my episode on demisexuality and being under the A spectrum but that was like the whole time I was watching the movie, I was not thinking of that particular ending that I think most people were expecting, which is Barbie and Ken like come together and and become become a item mm-hmm. or something like that. I I was watching, I'm like, wow, this is really cool. Like it's just it's more a uh, it felt more like a a self discovery type of movie. Again, on on both sides of like her her realizing she's. More than just her beauty or her 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 barbiness, her standard like what she was designed to be like. There's more depth to her than that. And same thing with Ken. Like Ken is more than just his connection to Barbie as an accessory. Like Ken is his own his own doll, his own person, so to speak. Um, it's it's hard to kind of like talk about it because it's like the Barbies and Kens are just dolls, but they're being portrayed as like living, living beings, mm. living entities. Yes. Yeah. And the parallels to the real world. But, um, it, I, I thought it was really, really cool. A really cool portrayal of like, um, often our culture pushes us to define ourselves by our, uh, our partnerships, um, especially like romantic and, and sexual partnerships and I, I appreciated the fact that they were uh, in the movie were kind of um, challenging that a little bit and being like, no, like it's, it's not bad if you're in a relationship, but that the relationship isn't who you are. Like you're your own individual person. Y'all are mm-hmm. you're you're more than just your partner, your spouse, your kid, your job. Like you have your own dreams and desires and goals um, that that play into that so i thought that was really yeah. really interesting take yeah and the fact that they made these little
0: jokes it's kind of an adult movie at certain times there's some lines where mm-hmm. it's like they they reference how none of none of these people none of these dolls have genitalia and yes. so there's like no, <laughs> no sexual things can happen mm-hmm. in in barbie land and um and then the amusing part in the beginning of the movie all the kens want to beach each other off or yes. they challenge each other to. Each other to beach off, a beach off, because mm-hmm. <laughs> I guess is the joke like, because there is jokes throughout the movie about it, it's not lifeguard Ken, it's beach Ken. Like, mm-hmm. is that a thing? Like the dolls were called beach Ken yeah, instead I, of lifeguard Ken or something. Yeah. So then they turn that into like mm-hmm. a masturbation joke, which I thought was fun. Yeah,
1: I think it was. It was kind of a a semi play on words because if you say, uh, like beat you off, but really mm. fast, beat you off. Beat you off, yeah, yeah, exactly. Sounds like beach, beach
0: off. So there are lots so. of beach cans mm-hmm. challenging each other to, to a beach off. Beaching each other off.
1: specifically, yes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> anyway, um, there is, okay, so there is some pushback from this movie about mm-hmm. how, um, like, none of the men in the movie did anything admirable. Somebody talked about, like, can you name one admirable thing that a man did in this movie? Um, and someone else was, there was a top, the topic of like preachiness, like, is this movie just Mm -hmm. preaching, um, or propagandizing or whatever negative connotation Mm -hmm. word you want to use? Um, and, and so I'll get your thoughts on this, Jesse about that. But some responses on discord was, um, from this person, I'm kind of curious on what we mean by preachy. The women in my life found a lot of the themes deeply resonant. It's voicing women's experiences, or is voicing women's experiences, or really any experience for that matter, preachy? Would we feel different if it voiced an experience that we felt more immediately part of? Um, and so that was that was the, an aspect of the conversation that I wanted to, to talk mm-hmm. about. So, how did you feel about the the quote unquote preachiness of of this movie, or how the men were portrayed in yeah. Barbie?
1: I mean, I I think the on kind of on on both ends both extremes of the spectrum. Like it's easy for people who um maybe are are coming from more um liberal or conservative views for uh I, I don't like using those terms because mm-hmm. it comes with certain connotations. But anyway, for lack of a better term, like coming from like the those two ends of like our political spectrum, it's really easy to look at this movie and take it very seriously and literally and i don't think that's what um, greta gerwig's was intending like it's it's meant to be kind of a a parody of what our culture is so everything's like kind of taken up to 100 you're seeing like these kind of like broader stereotypes being played out in real time which a stereotype is not not necessarily reality but you also like stereotypes are based in reality. Right. There's right. there's some truth there, that because otherwise, like it wouldn't have been such a relatable movie for so many people who went to see it. Um. So I think that um, there there's aspects where where it is preachy in the sense, I guess. Um. And but again, you have to kind of define that a little bit. Um. I think there if if it had gone in a more serious tone i would have taken it as being very preachy but a lot of the the movie even with the more serious moments like it was always kind of paired with these more like tongue-in-cheek poking fun at aspects of life and culture moments that um that still like didn't diminish the seriousness of some of the themes that were being talked about but also um i think took took away from what would have been just a very like preachy in your face like men bad women good type of thing which is where i think a lot of people kind of went in a lot of extreme directions with yeah yeah um so i think yeah. it's
0: important i think it's important to recognize that genre like you've mentioned the word parody mm-hmm. and to recognize like yeah we're we are turning up the dial in very noticeable ways yes. to, to get you to notice that and to be mm-hmm. to, to be able to like relate to the experience mm-hmm. of it like there's a part of the movie that was ex- particularly cringy where like all the kens are playing their <laughs> guitars Ooh. for four hours with mm-hmm. all of their respective barbies and trying to woo them yes. by the campfires at night or whatever and it's like you know, does do, does that actually happen? Does someone play their guitar for four hours straight no, to play not for to four try hours. to woo their to the woo their women? Probably not. No, yeah, but um I do know someone who did who does that though,
1: or did that. That's and their stick, their then, thing. Yes. Um, okay. I actually when we when I watched the movie the second time with my sister, she pointed that out to me, and we were both laughing over the fact that we know this person who that that is their thing yeah playing guitar at people (laughs) to try and and he's now married so i guess it worked but that was okay maybe it
0: works sometimes um but it just like yeah i don't know so this the same person had a lot of great thoughts on on this on this movie but um he was talking about one of her one of his friends about how she was cringing at that entire scene because she knows what that experience is like it's not necessarily real quote unquote but they point to something real most mm-hmm. women know that not all men are insecure or sexual harassers, but enough of them are that it's something they have to account for in mm-hmm. day-to-day life. Um, and again, this is something, it's the the thing I kind of took away from it too. It's like, yes, I'm a minority when it comes to sexuality. Like I don't fit into a majority straight culture as the vast majority of our yup community mm-hmm. does not. Um, but I'm also white and that's a majority position I'm also Mm -hmm. male that's a majority position and so it's really helpful for me like I've had to learn over the years because I I used to use my my queerness as a as an excuse to be like oh yeah I know what it's like to be oppressed Mm -hmm. or to be neglected or forgotten or less than or you know etc 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 but it's been really helpful for me both from a racial perspective and from a gender perspective to be able to like see A little bit of a glimpse into what I'm never gonna know it firsthand. Just like Mm -hmm. no one's gonna know my experience firsthand if they're straight. Yeah. But to be able to just like intentionally put myself into situations, whether it's a movie or certainly with like reading books or certainly talking to women, talking to other other people of other races, like Mm -hmm. I think that's just such a vital component of empathy and building connections and bridges. And so that's that's like my biggest takeaway from this movie is just like getting a little bit of a glimpse. Like it's not it's only gonna be a little bit of a glimpse, but Mm -hmm. to be able to at least see what it's like to be a a woman in 2023 and to be Mm -hmm. able to like, to be able to empathize Mm -hmm. a little bit more, hopefully.
1: Yeah. And I think that that was really important for, for me as well, going into it from, from a similar perspective of like, that's, that's not fully my experience. And, and so like on, on that, on that line, like I, I think it's interesting that like men a lot of men specifically are um tend to get like really upset about the movie. But the movie wasn't made for for men directly. Like mm-hmm. sure sure there's some there's some guys that like grew up maybe playing with Barbies here and there, um, because of like um I don't know, like daycares or having sisters. Mm-hmm. But like the focal point here is really for for girls and women who grew up in and barbie had such a profound impact in some positive ways but also a lot of negative ways on yeah they talk how, about body image and yeah, movie
0: and unrealistic yeah. expectations mm-hmm. and stuff like that yeah yeah
1: and so like it's it's really coming from and I, I think that's even why like the the male characters play more of a background role in the movie like mm-hmm. you there's not a ton of interactions with the guys. Like, the Kins aren't very prominent. And and part of that is, like, Ken, even coming from, like, strictly just the standpoint of Mattel as a company, Ken was made as an accessory. Barbie has always been right. the main focal point. Ken was never the original idea. Um, and so the Kins play, play a background role. They're not super prominent. Um, Alan, who... Shout out to Alan. Shout out to Alan. <laughs> out played by, by Michael Cera. Yes. <laughs> uh, Alan was so great. And But even Alan, like, um, as, as great as his character was, and I really enjoyed his character a lot, but played more of a background role. Um, for
0: those that don't know, he was kind of like the... I don't know. His, his sexuality isn't explored, like, because well, we he doesn't have genitalia. But yeah, he's so, kind of like that, that quote-unquote gay BFF role, I feel like, in this movie, to an extent.
1: I think... Going. This is getting into like Barbie history. I did a little bit of like Barbie history. Here we go. Research. You guys came
0: here for the Barbie here history. Here we go. <laughs>
1: um, Alan. Alan was created as like um, as like Ken's friend, okay. and in in the Barbie canon, um, there's another character that they mentioned, Midge. Yes, She just said
0: Barbie canon. Everybody. Yes, Barbie
1: <laughs> canon. It is a real thing. So you've got Midge, who's the pregnant Barbie. Alan is Midge's husband. Oh, I didn't know that. They didn't yes. say that in the movie. Well, they, that wasn't part of the movie. Yeah, but yeah. It's I'll... it's very, very like side side history. Like Whoa. if you know it, like it's important. And it's I did throughout the movie because at the end they they
0: throughout the whole movie they reference all these different types of Barbies, and I mm-hmm. I knew there was all kinds of like inside jokes happening, and I just don't, yeah. I don't know the history of Barbie, so I didn't yeah. appreciate all of them. So that's funny to hear. Yeah, it's it's there. interesting
1: just because they they also reference a lot of. Barbie controversies in very subtle ways that like if you know it, it's hilarious. If you don't, like it doesn't really take anything away if you don't know uh-huh. it. But it makes it that much more amusing if you know a lot of the controversies. Is there one that comes to mind? A well, Midge, to... the, pregnant Barbie oh, the pregnant Barbie was yeah. was one of the bigger ones. Okay. Um the at the end of the movie, they also like as the credits are rolling, they're highlighting these different Barbies right. that have been part of Barbie history and I I noticed all the ones that they were showing were all ones that were part of different controversies that Barbie has been embroiled in. So one of them is like the first black Barbie came out during the civil rights movement. Mm. And so that was extremely controversial because everyone was it was all all over the spectrum. And so there's a lot of controversy there. There was um, the, the talking Barbie. I don't know if they referenced it. They referenced it in the alamo draft house that i saw that but um there's like a talking barbie that gets referenced um they show like a barbie with like a little camera um that came out i think it was like in the 2000s and i know that was big because people were like oh barbie's spying on our children <laughs> what like they're using the <laughs> video course. footage yeah so you can this. put a
0: microchip in anything these yeah yeah. yeah so barbie's prime suspect number one
1: yeah um i think even the um the old lady Ruth references tax evasion like in a one-off uh, comment. And that was, that was a part of Barbie history. You. Okay. Yes. Gotcha. Um, yeah, I just really enjoyed the fact that it was highlighting a lot of these female experiences. And I also really loved the, um, the mother daughter dynamic.
0: That yeah. That was an unexpected thing. Cause I knew nothing about, I mean, I knew nothing mm-hmm. about this, the plot of this movie going yeah. into it. I was like, how are you going to make a movie out of a doll? Mm-hmm. So I knew nothing. And so there's this imaginary realm of Barbie land, but then there's the real world. And yes. then as the movie progresses, there's more of a focus, yeah, on the real mm-hmm. world relationship between a mom and a daughter, yes. um, which triggers this whole storyline about like, the, one of my favorite uh, quotes from the movie was like, because the whole fr- first part of the movie, it's like such, it's such a sugar rush. Like everyone's excited mm-hmm. and happy and Right, paradise yeah pinks everywhere mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden Barbie just says do you guys ever think about dying Yeah, so the, the music stops and I was like oh my Enneagram 4 part <laughs> just <laughs> left I was like
1: yes I oh think about gosh. it all the time and depression all the Barbie I was like <laughs> I was saying that through I'm like this movie really is calling me out in ways that I did not need it to right now. Yeah, it's like Anxiety Barbie, and that's, yeah, there's a crossover between what a
0: mom in the real world is, she's like drawing mm-hmm. pictures of Depression Barbie yeah. and Anxiety Barbie, and and now it's having an impact mm-hmm. in Barbie land, and so that's how the plot kind yes. of connects and moves forward, but, um. I love the cellulite Barbie, where she's like getting cellulite on her legs, she's
1: like, that was you!
0: <laughs> it all, all unfolds from there, but, mm-hmm. uh. But yeah, I don't know. I found it just like super interesting though, because again, everything's ratcheted up, but it's like, yeah, what would the what would the world look like if Ken had to learn a world that is typically run by men? And so mm-hmm. there's that interesting, just like look through someone else's eyes when Barbie and Ken come to the real world and he discovers that like masculine culture is everywhere, like men are on our money and mm-hmm. Sylvester Stallone is on the screen. And he like just yeah. like starts walking around and notices masculinity yeah. everywhere and how it's so different here compared to where he's from. Mm-hmm. And um that was a little bit of an eye opening moment too. Just again yeah. to see to see the world through someone else's eyes
1: a mm-hmm. little bit. Yeah. It was a big contrast because they showed on both ends like hyper femininity and hyper masculinity Yeah, both both were hyper. Yeah, um, exactly. Yeah. Very, very extreme. Um and I I also think like I've heard a lot of people say that, like, part of their takeaway was, like, um, down with the patriarchy, which is is also something where it's, like, you kind of have to define, like, what you mean by patriarchy, because it, it there's a spectrum of, like, meanings, both good and bad, that is encompassed in just the word patriarchy. Um, mm-hmm. But I think overall, what a lot of people understand it to be is this very negative thing. And I liked how, how they ended the movie was... Um, President Barbie basically finishes and she's like, uh, because I think um, Will Ferrell's character, the president of Mattel, was basically like, okay, cool, we fixed it. Now everything can go back to the way it was. And President Barbie's like, with all due respect, like, we don't want it to go back the way things were before. Like, something needs to change. Mm -hmm. Um, And I, I think what was really cool about that little interaction is it highlights the fact that, like, there's good and bad in both sides, and things have to change. Like we've got to find some sort of middle ground. Yeah. Um, but they they left it very open ended because they they don't show like how that plays out in Barbie Land. They don't show um, when when Barbie goes back to the real world. Spoiler alert: Barbie goes. Barbie's back to the, the real world, us, y'all. She's yes, like somewhere. She's alive. <laughs> um, but Barbie goes back to the real world, and they don't show how that plays out. Um, they actually they end it on on a joke. They do. Which I thought was hilarious. That was such a good way to end the movie of uh Barbie goes to her first gynecology appointment. Yeah,
0: and that's and how that's they,
1: how they it. that's how they end it. The
0: last word of the movie is gynecologist mm-hmm. or something, I think. Yes. Um Yeah, it's really cool. They could have the easy thing to do would have been to just like because at the end of the movie, the Barbies and Kens kind of go to war. There's a big conflict mm-hmm. at the end of, to retake Barbieland. An easy thing to do would have been to go back to the way it was at the start of the movie, yes. which is now the Barbies are back in control. Again, the, Ken- the Kens are like more background characters. And there is this defined like, no, we need to all figure out who we are independent mm-hmm. of one another and live in this, coexist in this place to the best yes. of our knowledge. And so... um, even to the point that like some of the Ken's, they want to be a part of the Supreme court in Barbie land. Yes. Like even there was a joke to say like, okay, not on the Supreme court, but we'll start you at a lower we'll start. Court. you at a level. Which kind yeah. of mimics just the way our real world has been like women yeah. weren't on the Supreme court until fairly mm-hmm. recently, just they a couple of positions
1: of power. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And
0: so there is this, this uh, yeah, not a return to the way it was, but a new way forward. Mm-hmm. And, and I appreciated the film doing that because it could have very easily just said the Barbies win and the Ken's are back mm-hmm. to the way they were almost like slaves, and it's not, and it moves forward. And so I appreciate that. Mm -hmm. Some other takeaways, because I took notes. I was telling Jesse I had my phone on the lowest brightness setting (laughs) in the dark movie theater taking notes on this movie. Shame. I I feel like I was in a a corner of the theater that I feel like I was turning my phone to where hopefully nobody was uh, distracted by my... Less shame, but still some shame. A little bit of shame, (laughs) maybe, yeah. Someone was looking my direction. But um, I just took some notes, some lines, some things that I Mm -hmm. found... Intriguing. Uh, I have to do some more Enneagram for resonating moments where Barbie cries for the first time. Oh, yes. And after oh. Barbie cries, she says, I feel achy, but good.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> and who among us, who's who listening can resonate with Barbie in that oh, moment? I feel yes. achy, but good. But good. Crying's good, y'all. Go go cry today.
1: It really is. <laughs>
0: and one of my favorite moments was when Barbie's in the real world and she's sitting like at a bus stop or something. I was
1: about to mention that. Yeah, okay. she I, looks. That was so beautiful. She
0: looks at an older woman sitting next to her and just stares. They stare at each other for a few moments, and you think like, I was thinking the older woman would be like, "What are you looking at?" Or like, mm-hmm. "Stop looking." Or like, she's gonna say yeah. something crass or or like, "Get out of here" or something mm-hmm. like that. Um, and Barbie just says, "You're so beautiful." And the old woman says, I know it. <laughs> that yes. That, or anything, anything beyond what I just said that you want to comment on?
1: Yeah, I just I thought that that scene was like so so heartwarming to me. Um, cause cause I also I really appreciate the fact that like they they're starting, they they're kind of addressing in that moment, like beauty is not defined by the standard that. Uh, people have often associated connected with Barbie, um, but there is there's beauty in the aging process of mm. getting wrinkles and and having cellulite and getting gray hair and um, having having less energy, thereby making you fatter potentially. Um, but there's still beauty there because it it's more than just that. It's who you are as a person and what your um, what your internal beauty like external beauty fades but internal beauty mm. always shines
0: bright that's cool it was a cool moment because even as i'm like rethinking that moment it's like in barbie land there are no old people everyone's young yes. and attractive for the most part and mm-hmm. it's like she sees it's probably so i'm just now realizing that's the first time she would have seen yeah someone older than like 25 looking and mm-hmm. so the fact that she comments on her beauty and yeah um yeah it was just it was i was like oh man that's such a mm-hmm. unexpected touching moment yes um Barbie also helped Ken cry at the end because mm-hmm. she asked, Ken, are you crying? And she said, it's okay. I cried too. And it's kind of amazing. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. So <laughs> Barbie, Barbie really helping Ken out there uh, to mm-hmm. grow at the end. How did you feel about Ken's big, like, musical number at the end? There, that was pretty fun. About, it was all, all the rage on TikTok, the big mm-hmm. Ken song. Like, I'm just Ken. Yes. Um, I forget. I don't have the lyrics on the top of my, tip of my tongue. I'm
1: just Ken. <laughs> Anywhere else I'd be a 10.
0: <laughs> Jesse, you don't see it, y'all, but Jesse just held out his hands to do 10 fingers. I did. Ken. You that's, have to. That's, that's part of the song. Yeah. It's
1: part of the... It's part
0: works. of Ken's journey though, of like mm-hmm. he's gotta learn to find himself. And at the end of the movie, he's wearing an I am Ken, I am Ken Uff
1: yes. sweatshirt. <laughs> Which I know is already the rage. <laughs> I was like, it's gotta be a thing. Yeah. Yes, people, people are, are buying already it. buying it. But yeah, I I know that that was also something where the like some people felt it was unnecessary. And it, it was it was kind of one of those things where I'm like, okay, this is a little random, I don't know why this is in here, but also I love it. Mm -hmm. Um, Because I also think it's a really cool moment of like the at the beginning of the movie, the Kins, um, just by nature of them being accessories, are kind of fighting and vying for the attention of the Barbies. Um, And so they kind of have to always be putting themselves in the spotlight ahead of the other Kins. So that the Barbies pay attention to them. Yeah. And in that moment, like they start out fighting and they wind up kind of coming together in this big like, um, oh, we actually like we don't need the Barbies, like we, we're doing our own thing now. Um Yeah.
0: They swing too far in the opposite direction of broing down and yes. and taking that to a toxic place. And so mm-hmm. again, the path forward is integration with the barbies and yes that, like yeah yeah
1: uh, mutual respect for minutes. one another <laughs> all this all this fun stuff
0: yeah. Yes. yeah yeah it was such an interesting arc for the kens um but yeah they just uh ken said i just don't know who i am without you there is no mm-hmm. just ken and so that's part of the journey now for ken moving yeah. forward. let's all pray for ken y'all that he Honestly. finds himself and finds his identity hopefully in jesus ultimately let's pray for that so salvation yes yeah, you know <laughs> We'll go from there. Um, my favorite line from Will Ferrell at the end of the movie when he's like, "Again, don't don't question the physics of this movie because mm-hmm. him and all of the Mattel corporate executives go to Barbie Land at the end of the movie. I don't know how they get yes. there or how anyone gets there, but um, but he was just like feeling feeling all the feels in a happy place, and he said to all of his fellow businessmen and suits, "Can we just have a company retreat and just tickle each other? Oh my gosh. that part I was
1: like." I don't like this. This is really <laughs> uncomfortable. <laughs> but it's well-feral, so it's funny. Yes. Um, I also hate being tickled, so I was like, Oh, oh that, so that doesn't nothing, sound like a
0: fun. retreat. So no, that would no tickle would be a horrifying parties. retreat for no, me. Th- no tickle parties at the Yarmouth. No, 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 no. Yeah. Okay. We'll, we'll keep that in mind. <laughs> um, but yeah, no. I mean, that's those were those were kind of my big takeaways. I don't mm-hmm. think this is a direct quote, but a paraphrase was something to this nature of uh, being human is uncomfortable and barbie is one way that we deal with it like we create this thing yes. that's going to do a lot of good but it's also going to do a lot of not so good and i think mm-hmm. isn't that anything in life like i've had yeah. to even look at that to bring it back to Yab. like i believe with all my heart Yab has done a lot of good for a lot of people in this world mm-hmm. has it also not be- done good yes absolutely it's a human construct it's something we created yes. i'm a flawed human um yeah anyone has had a part in building mm-hmm. this thing like there's yeah. imperfections everywhere and conflicts of run amok but um mm-hmm but do I also believe it's done a lot of good that? Yeah. And and that was a takeaway for me as just somebody in the Yab, um, and one of the YAB leadership chairs, just to be able to recognize like, yeah, we create something. We hope that it does a lot of good recognizing that it might not help certain people, or there's mm-hmm. always ways that we can improve it. And that's always the goal is how do we not go back to the beginning of the movie, but how do we create this ongoing path forward? Mm-hmm. And that's, that's a big takeaway I got from it. I got so much from this movie that I was not expecting to, and it's a shout out to the Yobbers. You know, this is my cue now until the end of time if the yobbers start like latching on something in culture and talking about it and creating discussion like you will like inevitably prompt a podcast or at least a blog mm-hmm. or something um yes. to, to talk about it like this is something i'm gonna like be more on the beat on not the mm-hmm. beach on i'm gonna be more not on the, the beach now <laughs> uh, what's the pulse of like what are people talking about in mm-hmm. in culture
1: and you can write it off
0: I'll write it off every single time. (laughs) So y'all have more movies for me to talk about. I will go write it off and talk about it on a podcast (laughs) with somebody. So yeah. Mm -hmm. So that's something that I took away. I'm, I'm just like, yeah, I'm excited to see just more things that our community dives into because i'm Mm -hmm. down to to reference it and bring people on yes the thing is if you're going to talk about it on discord you also have to be prepared to then talk about it on the podcast or write a blog or something so jesse i'm like forever grateful to you for (laughs) stepping into this role as hopefully the 25 people listening right now or maybe more Mm -hmm. maybe more than 25 people who are (laughs) listening to a barbie podcast on the your other brothers podcast network. Mm-hmm. Thank you guys.
1: Yes, thank you all.
0: You made this dream happen. <laughs> this dream house happened. This dream house just happened. Yes. 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 It's been so great. Jesse, I think any anything else come to mind is that is mm. do you think we covered it pretty well?
1: Yeah, I think one one other thing that I noticed the the second time around when I was watching it. That's
0: right, cuz you have multiple viewings. Yes.
1: So the second time I was um watching it more more for like things that I miss and also kind of in preparation for this, but, um, they uh, obviously didn't delve a lot into it cause it's, it's focusing on the mother and daughter, but they, uh, like they kind of show in some of their interactions, like, uh, a two parent household. So you got mm-hmm. America Ferrera um, who plays this like secretary at Mattel, um, her daughter and they focus on mainly on that relationship, which I thought was really sweet. And that's something that a lot of, I know a lot of like daughters often struggle with their relationships to their mothers for a variety of reasons. And so I thought that was really cool to see played out, but then kind of, again, in the background, because male characters are more in the background, but you have the, the father role who um, I know some people were saying like he was portrayed similarly to the kins, where he's just kind of like, um, not doing anything super significant like he's uh, shown doing Duolingo <laughs> and, dad, and butchering absolutely butchering this Spanish class that he's <laughs> trying to do um, but I thought, I thought it was really cool that they it, it's, it's obvious that they're um, America Ferrera, her character clearly loves loves him mm-hmm. um, like there doesn't seem to be any strife or tension there um and similarly with her daughter like the um they don't get into it but it seems like her daughter truly cares for her her father in the little interactions that we get and i i thought that was really really cool to be able to to see like a a tiny tiny glimpse of and um i think it would have been interesting to see more of that played out um but that's that would just be me personally wanting to see like a, an extension of like, oh, what happens now that Barbie's in the real world and you want possibly the, living with this family? You want the Greta Gerwig
0: cut. You want the full. Yeah, <laughs> the, the Greta Gerwig Zach Snyder extended. Gets a cut. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the extended edition. <laughs> or Barbie <laughs> 2, you know, you wait for Barbie 2 and yes, you see where the yes. story goes from there. But um, no, I like how you referenced that. Like it was open-ended. And so I love that mm-hmm. it's like, okay, now the, they create this yeah. new universe, this new world moving forward after mm-hmm. this journey that we've all been on. What a journey it was. You know, also yes. the big takeaway for me was I'm getting excited now for the Chronicles of Narnia movie that Greta Gerwig is going to be I completely doing. forgot
1: about that. And I am also looking forward to Yeah, that. Yes. yeah.
0: We don't know yet what movie she's going to do. I'm, ho- I'm hoping for Magician's Nephew. Oh. Because we've yes. never seen that. Mm-hmm. I think that would be a good
1: starting point. I'm but hoping she picks we'll up where they left off because the last movie that got made. Was well, not good. Yeah, it's it's one of the few where I fell asleep in the movie. Oh, I'm a Hot big take from Jesse. I'm a big moviegoer. I consider myself to like be a movie connoisseur. Like I watch movies all the time, <laughs> and I, I never fall asleep during a movie. That's one of maybe okay. three times I can think of where I okay. did.
0: Okay. Well, hopefully Greta Gerwig doesn't fail you in this. I don't think she will. I think she'll do no. great. It was, Usually
1: she does great. I've enjoyed everything she's made. Yeah, I so know
0: it was a really unique just popping movie and so mm-hmm. i appreciated it i loved it a lot yes. jesse thank you for talking about barbie with me you're no so one else welcome scored. thanks barbie <laughs> thanks barbie <laughs> yeah. and uh listeners let us know if there's something in culture you pop culture you want us mm-hmm. to cover we'll we'll follow the leads and remember maybe. you are enough you are canuff that's a great way to end it <laughs> <laughs> until we cast our next
1: combo you are canuff see, see y'all friends <laughs>